0: Yeah. Good evening. Can I be heard clearly? Yeah, can I can hear you. Yeah. Good evening. We were we began last week the Haskama um, from Abulman in the Sefer at uh, Zava, uh, where Abulman discusses discusses particular which we were talking about, which was. The, Sorry, maybe some people need to mute. Which thank you, Jeremy. Which was with uh, reference to when a almana is given legally, uh, she's taken as the next of kin, and the bank transfer the account, her husband's account, to her. Whether alocha she has the chiyut to pass it on to the yerushim or not. And we saw a and in Shnei but he wanted to learn two points, one point which we're going to go into now further. But he wanted to learn that since um, the money had, that had been given over to the Al-Mana was not a khaifetz which belonged to the Nifta, it was money being paid as a repayment of a debt which was owed to the Nifta. Therefore, that money is not the Nifta's chifetz b'chlal, and effectively almost it's got nothing to do with the ocean. That was kind of the p- position being put forward. And what we're going to see now is a whole different angle, which, which really we had not really thought about or spoken about till now, which is along the lines of what's commonly known as Shibudra So Shibudra Bnossen, first of all, I think over the years we've very hardly touched on it at all, if we have only in past as so as I remember. Shibudra is where you have, let's say, Reuven, Shimon, and Levi, and Reuven lends money to Shimon, and Shimon lends money to Levi, then the money which, uh, the debt which Shimon has, that Levi owes him money, is something which potentially Reuven can have a claim on. Because Reuven is owed money by Shimon, so he's got a shibud on Shimon and all of Shimon's assets, and included in those assets is a debt which Shimon has, that Levi owes Shimon money. So Reuven has, so to speak, a claim on Levi, now, exactly how that works and when that works, and if Reuven can just bypass Shimon and go and collect from Levi, whether he needs to do that in a Bezdin or not in a Bezdin, we're not going to learn through now, but there is such a concept. There's such a concept that you can have three parties in a deal, uh, potentially, you not know, three separate parties, not not in the same deal together, uh, Reuven lending to Shimon, Shimon lending to Levi, and Reuven and Levi, who might never have met each other, can still have some kind of connection in so much as the Reuven can potentially have a claim on Levi for the money that Levi owes Shimon. And that's what's called shibud rib Now here, the Shaya which you're going to have to see, which you're going to see if Ulman brings up from the Sharmishvot, is what happens in a case where you have, instead of Reuven, Shimon and Levi, you have Reuven as number one, a goy. As number two, and Levy as number three. So Reuven lends money to A guy lends money to Shimon, another Yid. Do we say that since the debt goes through Agoy in the middle, does that in any way affect the rights that Reuven may have over Levy, over Shimon's, over Shimon? Over so, so I'm not sure is this, this would be easier in, in, uh, in, in front of everyone with a whiteboard, um, but we'll, we'll, we'll do the best we can. So, Ruben is lending money to a guy and a guy is lending money to Shimon. It
1: says so Ruben, Ruben say Fred Shimon.
0: Ruben, Ruben Chris Shimon. Yeah. So, do you say, thank you, Jeremy. So, no, we'll stick to Fred. So, so do you say that uh, in, in, in such a case, um, Yes, of course, not to in any way insinuate that Fred is is uh, you know not a Jewish name, but but do, do we do we say in such a case that um, they're two separate transactions without any connection, and therefore in such a case, do we say that the fact that Reuben is owed money by Fred is irrelevant to the fact that Fred is owed money by Shimon? Or do we say no? Like we apply normal Shibajib Nasan, we would apply it here as well. Now, what does that mean? Why is that why is that relevant? So let, let's analyze Shibajibnosen a little bit. How does Shibajibnosen work? When you have Ruven, Shimon, and Levi, what is it that enables Ruven to go and collect from Levi? It's the fact that there's a debt, there's a Shibut that Reuven has on Shimon. Because Ruben has lent money to Shimon. And since that Shibud on Shimon is a Shibud not just on Shimon, it's a Shibud on all of Shimon's estate. And included in that estate is a debt to Levi. So therefore Reuven can collect from Levi. So what we need to understand a little bit more is something I don't think we've ever spoken about before, is what happens when a Yid lends money to a goy to what extent does one apply the classic uh, lambdas of shibudim on the state of a goi or do we say it's a whole new whole new orak almost does it work along the normal parameters of shibudim the same way as you lend a yid the same way as if you lend a goi there's no difference there's a shibud on both or do we say no there is a difference this is and, and this is going to be relevant <laughs> This is going to be relevant to our, our particular shaila, because in our particular shaila, what we're suggesting is as follows. You have a husband who has a bank account. A bank account, as we've discussed many times before, is not cash of yours which is sitting in a bank. You've lent money to the bank. The bank now owe you money. So the shaila which we have to work out is So does that mean in halacha when you when you lend money to the bank when you put money into the bank, does that mean that now you have a shibud on the bank? Does that create a shibud as in the normal halachas of shibudim? And if yes, what does that mean if the bank then pays someone else back money, which should have come to you? Right. So for example, in this particular case, we're saying that alpi halacha. The Yerushim Minatera are the people who should be getting the money back from what was in the bank account, and instead mm-hmm. of the Yerushim, uh, 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 instead of the Yoshim and receiving the funds, the bank wants to pay it back to the Almoner. Do we say to the Almana, "Hang on a minute here"? Since Minatayra, the Yerushim have a shibud on the bank for this money, so you, by taking this money, are taking money which they have a shibud on. And therefore, they can, so to speak, say that if you're taking it, you should take it for them. So it's a little bit complicated. But basically, this is saying the, 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 a completely different approach to that which Shlomo Heinemann is saying. What Shlomo Heinemann is saying is, if the nifter has gold ingots in a safety deposit box, then Al-Pedin the Yerushim, now own those ingots. So when in those, in those ingots are given to the al then the Yerushim can go to al and say, sorry... The bank think they belong to you. They don't actually belong to you. They belong to us. Please, can we have back our gold ingots? Why? Because we're your Again, unless you come on to the second point of Ubshlema Heinemann, which was that when you put it there, Al you know that they're going to give it to the next of kin. We're not going with that now. We're leaving that that, that side out. That is, we said in Ubshlema said, mamurim, that's when you're talking about a right, the person's got a bit of jewellery, the person's got i a, 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 well, I'm not going to say a bitcoin, but I don't know how, enough about how bitcoins work to know whether the same thing would apply or not. But, but when you have a khaifetz, then you can say that's ours and give it to the ocean. But when yeah, you have a debt... stack of £50 notes, it's
1: the same if it's in the same
0: correct. box. Correct. If you had a stack of £50 notes, you say that cash belongs to our father and it now belongs to us, and please can we have it. However, it's not, it's not when money, it's a khaif, it they're not paying back but it's not really in the Sorry? bank, in the safety deposit
1: box. Is that is just uh, he's a shomer for a tin of baked beans or a gold indot, ingot? He has no idea what's in it, and he has no uh, uh, shivered over it. So it's, uh, it's it's different.
0: Correct, correct. That's that's just his, and therefore now it belongs to the Uh Shlaima Heinman wanted to say, Mashenkin, when it comes to a chayv, the bank owes money to the nifter. The money they're paying now is not the nifter's money, so they think they're putting themselves from the chayv, and they're not but that's got nothing, the money which they're paying the Almona has almost got nothing to do with the Yoshin, and therefore they've got no claim on it, and maybe I'll be didn't theory, they'll still be owed money by the bank, but it will never help them because they'll never be able to get it back. That was of approach. And what we're now going to see is a completely different approach. We're going to see an approach to say, even though that may be true, factually, but if the Nifta, and therefore now the yoshim have a Shibut on the bank, does that in some way affect how they can collect that money from the Almona. So I'm going uh, to share with you... I'm, going to can, share no, with I'm bank a bank. bit
2: confused. I, um, the Almona, we've already discussed, doesn't owe the bank anything.
0: No, she doesn't owe the bank. She has it's, nothing to do with the bank.
2: It, yeah, the bank gave her the money in error. They're not going to claim it back. It's her lucky day. So if she yeah. doesn't owe the bank anything, what's the hover yeah. minute that she would do with That's applies? That's what I'm, I'm a bit confused
0: about. So that's what we have to see. Are we saying that the Rav Shreem Haanemun's taina was that the money that they're giving to the almoner has got nothing to do with the Yerushim. Yeah, uh, that understood. Right. Right. And what we're going to see now is, is that true? Because if the Yerushim have a shibud on the bank, will that shibud say that the money which the bank's about to pay out somehow the Yerushim have a claim on? And therefore, even though the bank won't give it to them, is that going to somehow enable the ocean to go to Lamona? Now, we have to see whether he's talking about before Lamona's received the money or even after she's received the money.
2: But, 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 I mean, would you say if the bank paid a dividend to its shareholders, that it also have a, a,
0: a shibboleth on that? Okay, a, a, a good question. Like I say, we have to see whether he's applying this before the money's been paid okay. to say to Armona, you're not allowed to go and get this money, even though the bank wants to give it to you. You're only allowed to get it if you're getting it for us, because if otherwise we're damaging the our. The bank shipping. just
2: put it in her account. I mean, they just transfer the money to her okay, account. So
0: let's see, let's see where he's going. Let's see exactly where he's going. It's, it's not so clear, but but let's say we okay. we saw in in Ruchai response to Shloime now he gave two options. Yeah. One was after the Amon has already received it when she took it for herself. Yeah. And one was lechachila if she's going to get it for the ocean. Right? So, so, so again, it, it, it could be over here that, that, uh, we, we, we're going to go down the same route and say when she wants to know, am I allowed to give the bank the details where to send it to and therefore it's mine or do I need to do it for the ocean? So okay. let's at the moment ask it uh, in that context. Okay, and can I, okay, fair enough. Can I ask
2: uh, one other question on the Shibadura Nostrum of the Goy that you asked about? You, yeah. you, you. So the, the Shibadura Nostrum, there's two parts to it, as I understand it. One is that I can go, that I, Ruben, can go and claim the money from Levy. But the second part is that by doing that, um, the one in the middle, the bank in this case, or Fred, um, has extinguished his claim on Levy. He has no more claim on Levy. If he what, if he does what? If, if, uh, if, if I, as Ruben, go and Correct. claim Correct. from Levy, then that extinguishes Fred's claim on Levy. That is Correct. the shitless. Fred has no more. Now. Because you're collecting uh, the, the
0: debt
2: on Fred's behalf, so to speak. Yeah, but Fred doesn't know about that, um, and, and all the rest of it. I've, the terror gives me the right, Shibboleth Ramnosen gives me the right to do that. I, I, I don't see how you could contemplate imposing that on, on, on a guy, on Fred as a guy in the middle. So um, let me
0: tell you how it's relevant. Let me tell you how it's yeah. relevant. There's our locher, um, I have to be a bit careful. There's a halacha called Haftah Salva, which yeah. you discussed before. Where if a money is owed to a guy, then, and, and, and there's no potential Chil Hashem at all, then in such a scenario, the lover does not have to pay it. So if there's no records and there's no anything, um, then there's a concept called havqar salvo. Now, what happens if Reuven has lent money to a guy, and the guy has lent money to Shimon? Yeah. And Shimon can now take the requirements for havqar Alvor. and therefore Shimon now doesn't want to pay back the guy. And Reuven happens to know about this faith. And Ruben wants to say to Shimon, no, you're not allowed to do that because I'm owed money by the guy and the guy doesn't have the money otherwise. So really you, well, let's say Ruben isn't talking about going collecting direct from Shimon, although that might also be part of the Shibatov Nossenspider. But, but again, if, I've got again, we haven't gone into what of course does. Of course doesn't mean that the debt disappears because there's money owing. Of course means that a person doesn't have to pay the debt. And here, Ruben, if Ruben were to call Shimon to and say to Shimon, I need you to pay this money to the Goy because I need to get this money from the Goy. And Shimon were to say to Ruben, no, it's got nothing to do with you. I I to the It takes the requirements for course alvor. I'm allowed to say course alvor." Now, whether yeah. this applies or what will revolve around, whether we apply the normal problem of Shibuddin, both between Shimon and the guy and between the guy and Ruben. But, but wouldn't,
2: wouldn't Shimon, I think it was in, in your example, wouldn't he, Tyner, that maybe one day Fred will wake up and remember and there won't be, and, and I will have to pay that choiv and, and he will not, Fred will not recognize the fact that I've
0: paid you. No, I'm saying kids. Let's say Ruben wants Shimon to pay the guy the money and then he's going oh, to collect it from uh... the guy. And Shimon's saying it's none of your business and it's, I'm allowed to say of course I'll roll.
2: And 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 the only is, way that Rubin can get paid back, for the guy co- the co- is bankrupt except for
0: this debt. But, so... let's see, let's see. We're gonna we're gonna see the China inside and okay. see how it comes through. But I'm saying in such a scenario, normally, let me if I can, let me ask, let me ask them to, to establish a, a, a feeling before we go further. In such a scenario where Rubin goes to Shimon, and Shimon says, "Listen here, you need to pay this money to the guy, and then I can get paid by the Goy. This will be the only money, as you say, the money the, the company is going to liquidation." And this is the only way I'll get paid pennies to the pound on what I'm owed. And 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 Shimon turns around and says, listen here, this meets the requirements of of our Shalsah or whatever those requirements are, and therefore I'm not machuiv to pay. And the fact that therefore you won't get the money, that's got nothing to do with me. I've never made any deals with you, and and, and you're your own standalone person. It's got with, we've got no shaykhahs to each other. What what what, what does the Einu hold? Does Ruben have a tie on Shimon? Those who are muted. I would, would have, have said no,
3: in- even I even if he anything uh, to do with them. Uh, can never go to <clears throat> pay him, so that paid. you start- could be an Avarian. What do with you? I, I'm I'm not magic to you. To be too hidden. And you know what I'm able to pay him, and you already had force him to pay. So that to do
0: it, you say she would, and I directly. all you, Alex, but I, I don't do anything.
3: Yeah, Alex, we can't really hear you very clearly.
0: Right, breaking up. I, I, I think I've had enough to, to okay. hear in between. The fact that you're saying the same thing was happened between two and the answer to that is no. It's not true because between two yidden, there's such a thing as shibuch jepnoson. That's exactly the maila that shibuch jepnoson provides. Is not only does it mean that Reuven can go when in a scenario where all three are yidden, Reuven, Shimon, and Levi. Not only can Reuven go to Levi to collect, but Reuven can say to Levi, "Listen here, you know you owe money to Shimon, and Shimon owes money to me, and therefore I do have a claim on you, and I am baldrum, you know, of yours. You can't say who am I? Get lost! I've got nothing to do with you." I've so to speak almost like bought your chov, right? I bought the man, the debt that you owe to to, to the middleman, and now I'm coming along as your creditor. So if one can apply shibud in a scenario of goyim which we have yet to see, then then could be the same thing applies. The Ruven will turn around and say, listen here, I bought your debt. You owe this money, but it's not just that you owe money to a guy where you can start applying potentially halachas so of course, salva. You owe this money to a Yid, I'm a Yid, and I'm, I've got Shibut Shibnossan. No, but I,
3: I'm saying you can't direct but you can't for the man, you to get the money. To-
0: Alex, you might be better off dialing in on the phone. Right. Because then we can hear you properly. I, I, we, I don't know. Internet seems to be a sharp connection. Maybe try keep your keep your volume off and then dial in on the phone, and then you can hear on the phone, speak on the phone, and see through the video. Any other horrors?
2: Oh, I mean, in practice, I even if Shimon would pay the bank or whoever it's or the the the, the Fred. Um, how can Rubin be so sure that Fred is going to pay him back with that money? Maybe he owes other people. Maybe Fred will just blow it on a, on a holiday. I mean, Shibud seems to be a special a special chiddush of that that uh, works, but it, it relies on all three parties effectively being being subject to this the Rav Robinson. The Fred in the middle is not subject to it. So, yeah, but if the guy is if Rav Robinson does apply in this case. <coughs> Then, 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 then the guy is irrelevant in that sense, right? Then the, then, then the, 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 the two parties are the, Ruben are the, are the, are and Shimon, right? Without Fred in the middle. Yeah, but, but, but Ruben's not asking Shimon. To, in Shimon Ruben Osson, the money goes straight from Shimon to Ruben. That's not what's happening. Rubin's asking Shimon to pay Fred uh, on the hope that Fred will then pay Ruben, which Fred may or may not do.
0: Okay, but, but the, the fact. The fact that there's a shibboleth between them both, and that that gives certain rights to Ruven. So if, if Ruven has a right to go and collect from Shimon, which has got to be the ultimate right, right, so, so one could argue that so too he's entitled to say, listen here, instead of me going to collect, I'm telling you to pay Fred. Now, you know, yeah, maybe I could come after you for that money as well, right? Maybe I don't want to for the reasons we discussed, or maybe you don't want to pay me because you're worried that Fred will come to you one day. Fine, but bottom line is, what you have to understand is you can't just look at this as a regular case of, of course, of all because in the end of the day, I'm the person behind this debt and I'm the person who's going to be damaged as a, di- as a direct result of you being the l'choy. But, but and again,
2: how can you say that there's a concept of a shibud on, on Fred? I mean, Fred's liabilities to me are, are, are whatever the legal, legal contract there is between us. The, I mean, in what, con- in what sense can you say... The Torah has been mishubbed, Fred, to pay me, as, as he
0: would if Fred was, was Levy. Again, uh, you're, 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 you're making an assumption, asking a question. Let's forget company law. Let's forget any law. You've got Reuven, Fred, and Shimon, right? And Reuven lends money to Fred, and Fred lends money to Shimon. What does the Torah say happens in such a scenario? Is there shibud created on Fred? And when, when Fred lends money to Shuman, is there shubbards created on Shuman okay.
2: to Fred? Okay. So take, Davy so, so, out the picture. When this, I lend what money to Fred. Apply
0: in such a scenario, if I lend money to the, Fred. The law, the law might be a
2: If I, if I lend money to Fred, are you suggesting that Torah might be mishubbard Fred to pay me?
0: Correct.
2: Correct. But that, that, that can only work in, 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 in a, in a country where where
0: Torah it law is applied, if be, it's in England, it may only be enforceable in in, in a Besdin, but it doesn't matter because if if Shimon is turning around in this scenario and trying to use that klolim of course halva, right? So that's that's a a, a Yiddisher principle he would be trying to apply. Reuven might be able to turn around to him and say, "No, you can't apply afkar halva because minat I have a shibbut on 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 this guy, and by you not paying, you're damaging my shibbut, and I can tell you, you're not entitled to damage my shibbut. And
2: the only relevance of that shibbut on the guy is effectively the shibbut Uh Well, let, let
0: me let, primarily let me let me let me share with you the shuvah, and see see the other scenarios that are brought up. Sure. One second. This one's you <laughs> know.
1: Just one so slightly the question. Uh, doesn't hmm. Shiba Drabnosson apply infinitely? I mean, it's basically Ruben Shivan, Levi, Hoodie, Sokka's and on Um, Pashas,
0: yes. yes.
3: Would it be any different
1: if there was more than one guy? So, for example, you've got Ruben, Fred, Tom, Dick, Harry, uh, um, where, you know, Dick in the middle also is owning with to Goyim, or if there's Ruben, mm-hmm. Ruben, Fred,
0: Tom That's, uh, a That's a very good Shaila. When there's a halva, in Tim Saloma, we establish that there's a Shibud between a Yid and a guy. What happens when a Goy lends money to another Goy? Does that create a Shibud, or is that not normally ever relevant, and therefore it won't create a Shibud? We're not ready for that Shaila yet. It's a very good Shaila. But first, we have to establish in the first place that there's such a thing as a Shibud between a Yid and a guy before we come on to your Shaila. So, I'm, I'm, I'm going to share a screen. Okay, So if we go on to here, the, 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 where there's a line like near the top of the screen, and after that Shah yeah. Sharmishvot Can it be seen?
2: Yeah.
0: Very good. Kosov Shah the Maram Even though in the Tshuvan Maram which is Huvah B'tumim, which is brought in the Tumim Kosov Ba'echod Sheholach B'shlichus Ruven. It's so a very interesting scenario here, where, let's call him, um, well, there's one person who is sent, who, who comes along and says that he is sent as a messenger of Ruven to receive the money that a guy owes Ruven. So Plomi comes along, he's a Shliach, and he says, I've been sent by Ruven to collect the debt which you owe Ruven. He says he's his son. And the guy, Jack, believes him and pays the money. And the next day, this is a, a little bit like Asaph uh, uh, with the brochures here. The next day, Reuben walks in and he says, right, I've come, I've come to get the money. And the guy's got nothing to pay, because he's already paid the money back to someone who he thought was coming on behalf of Rufen, but it turns out it was actually a fraudster, a Yiddish fraudster. and Maram says that since in this scenario, the act of Gezela, which the Polony did, created a Chilil Hashem, because obviously the guy is going to find out about it when Ruven does come to collect the Chayv, so it's definitely going to create a Chil Hashem. and anything like this that creates a le Hashem, is also, imkein, chayevu Malve shalakum, which in this case is Ruven Midir of therefore in this case, the gun of Pliny, who took the money from the goy, in lieu of a debt, which really he didn't have any right to as such, he now owes this money, Two rovim. The shouldn't make any differentiation between eid or goy. who since the capital was owed owed to a yid. So the the the, the Tumim is saying that the maram is mashma that the whole reason why in this scenario is a problem was only because. When Pliny came along and took the money, he was a, he was a, a gunner, effectively, and there was a problem with Chil Hashem, and it was awesome. But if they wouldn't be awesome, if it would be Havkar Salva, so in other words, the scenario we've been speaking about, where Reuven lends money to a goy and a goy lends money to Shimon, and now Shimon wants to invoke Havkar Salva and it meets all those requirements, whatever the requirements are, then Leishayach shayach job noson klal. The mashmas in the maram is, in such a case, there won't be any jibnosen. There's only this jibnosen because there is an isser involved, which, by the way, is very so, hard. Why does understand. he see that? But he sees that because he says, "Hoyo v'gezel kazeh shuchilin Hashem l'kuleyama osa imkein chayv hu l'mal v'shalakum <laughs> I think what he's saying is that don't say there's any toras akum or mata
2: akum or anything here. He definitely has to pay the guy back, and that's why there's a That's how I would have read that.
0: So first of all, he's not saying he definitely has to pay the guy back. He's saying the action he did is definitely awesome. Now those shitters that hold even gezel akum doesn't have to pay back, as we've discussed in the past. So so he's not saying because the guy has a right to this money. He's saying because the action that he did was awesome. Why? Because it creates a chilul so since it was osa, therefore, you're chayat to the malva because of Ribnossan. Which, which needs a lot of explanation if that is correct, shot. Because Ribnossan's got nothing to do with whether or not uh, Shimon is a maisa issa or not a maisa issa. Ribnossan is not based on, on issurim. Shibud Ribnossan is based on shibudim. Either there is a shibud on the goi or there isn't a shibud on the Goy. So what's the relevance of the fact of the act that, 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 that uh, Polonyi did was also, is is, is it knast? What, what What's the Nukudze Bechlau?
3: It needs an explanation. Him,
0: can Tumen. I just
3: ask, can you hear me? Yeah, perfectly. Right, right. can I just ask now, I, the dinner of Rav Nosen is that if Ruven owes um, Shimon, and Shimon owes Levi, Levi can go directly to Ruven. Yeah. If, let's say, instead of going directly to Ruven He's saying to him, I want you to pay Shimon so then I can collect it from him. And the other yeah. person said, No, I hate him. I don't want to pay him. It's my, I want to, you know, I want to drag him for, for, for many, many years until I pay him. You want to come to me? I'll pay you. But I don't want to pay him. Can, I, can, can Al Shimon Rab Noson be me to pay the middleman so that I can collect from him? They never said that. They just said, I can go directly for the choiv. I hear. So, uh, but, so what kind but, of a khajman is there that he's got to pay the guy so, he, so you know what, you want to come to me is, is one thing uh, you can't force me to go and pay the guy so again in in, in, in normal scenario
0: Levy wouldn't be able to say I want to drag sh- Shimon through the business etc, through the courts however long, because if Levy knows he owes Shimon money, then he's khayev to pay him the money, so if, as long as he's not disputing the debt, then he's khayev so if he says, I want to delay paying him, I want to schlep it out, but Edson, that would be also to do. We're asking a question. Y- 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 yes, of course, it, No, no. Cost.
3: I know it would be also to do. I mean, so It would be a, also that's to that's do, but you can say, you can't force me to pay him. You can, you can force me to pay me, but not to pay him. Well,
0: I, I, I hear that. What we're talking about here is from a slightly different angle. What we're talking about here is, is that the yids would like to look at it. Shimon would like to look at it as all that he's doing by not paying his chayv is being uh, is being havkaros uh, uh, um, of a chayv that he owes purely to a guy, and therefore, as long as that meets the requirements of havkaros halva, then he's okay. And what Shimon Nosan is potentially doing is saying no. There's more to this picture than just the guy. There's also Ruven. Reuven has a shibud on, on the goi, and therefore Reuven has a shibud effectively on you, and therefore by you being mafkiah a you're being mafkiah a which a yid has rights to, and there's no such thing as afkar salvoa Now, whether that means the yid is collecting directly from him, or not collecting directly from him, let's put on the side for the moment. But first we're trying to establish, is it clear at that that is true? That Reuven can say to Shimon, you can't just look at the guy and say, I can apply the Klonov, of course, Alvor, because since I'm owed money by the guy and I've got Shibud on him, you're effectively being mazik as Shibud of yid, and that you can't do. That's what we're looking at, at the moment. Let, let, let's, let's not get too bogged down. I hear, I hear you, horror. Let's not get too bogged down in that side. Here. Now, first we're trying to establish the basics of the Shibud. Now, what the, right. the what uh, the Tzumim has pointed out in the Maram is the way the Maram is written, it seems to imply that the only problem in such a scenario would be if you're if Shimon is doing it in a way that's also when there's a Hashem. If not for that, there's no problem with Afqar Savah. If there's Afkar Savah, no problems at all. To which we now begin the line by Atumim. The Atumim himself argues, Atumim bin hilva akum l'shimun t'chila ay ruven t'chila Now the Tumim makes a very interesting khilik. Matur makes a chilik like this. <clears throat> Remember, we've had this, we've got this uh, option of, of Reuben lending money to Fred and Fred lending money to Shimon. So if Reuven lent money to Fred first, and then when Shimon came along to borrow from Fred, he's effectively borrowing from a person who a yid already has a shibboleth on. So then that's what he's doing. The Tumim wants to say. Then, in that scenario, he knows that 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 he's borrowing from someone who's got a shibud. He so saw has got a shibud on him, and therefore, he's going to be limited. Mashay and Cain. If Fred lent money to Shimon first, and at that stage, when Shimon borrowed from Fred, there were no shibudim on Fred to any Eden whatsoever. So then, the normal halachas, of course, would have applied at that stage. The Tumim would like to suggest. If Reuven comes along later and lends money to Fred, that can't damage the rights so to speak, that Shimon has. So, if you look at course Salvor as an as an almost like as an option, right? right, right we're, on, we're on thin ground here. We have to be careful. But if you look at, of course, as so to speak, a, a potential zchus. So, so then if when Shimon borrowed the money from the guy, he had that schus, the Tumin would like to suggest no one can take it away from him afterwards. And Faket, when Reuben lent the guy, he should have known that the shi- I'm lending a Goy, I look at the assets he's got, I want to know what sec- how secure he is. I should be aware that the fact that he owes money to Shimon may not help me bechalal if there's a, the, the potential of haftoah of, 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 uh, salvo. Right? Ma'ashen Kane. If Ruven lent money to the guy first, and then Shimon uh, uh borrows money from the guy, so Shimon from day one is borrowing money from a guy who he doesn't have the normal options of got Salvo, because that guy in turn owes money to Yid. Is that clear? I'm, I'm alone on share screen so I can't see anyone's facial reaction. Yeah, yeah, it's clear.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. So let's see that inside again. beginning the line. Batumim khilik, when Hilva ha'akum no shimon he differentiates whether the guy, Fred, lent money to Shimon first, or you should Hilva Ruven la'akum t'khila, or whether Ruven lent money to Fred, and only after that did Shimon boyfriend him. The Shamishwa Kosav, the Medivia Maram Mashma, the Filu Hilva Ruven la'akum t'khila, Hayapotah Shimon Melashalim. The Shamishwa says no, from the Maram it's Mashma, even if the Ruven, uh, 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 would lend money to the guy up front, Shimon would not have to pay back. Heikha to Mutta, Mishmaf I will cause of the rabbi he says, well, the Maestro, at the end of the day, many people argue this. Why? This is a very interesting raya. Listen to this raya. Can, one, there's plenty of angles one could try and be machalic between this raya and, and what we're talking about. Now, in Shas, the situation with the geir is the situation which is used for the um, ideal scenario of potential property becoming Hefka. Reason being, that any member of Klaliso has a Yorish they might not have a parent or a grandparent or a great grandparent, but there'll always be someone who if they haven't got children, they still have the next of kin. Somewhere, there'll be a third, fourth, fifth cousin, twice removed. Doesn't make a difference. Everyone will have a, a next of kin. Except for a ger. If a ger is nifter without having had any children after he was a then he's got no one to inherit him. So when he's nifter, his estate becomes hefka. Says the, 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 the Rajwa, if Reuven lent money to a get, a mace, and subsequently the, afterwards the get died, ain ache Anyone else in the public, normally we say that and whoever wants to be in them can be kohen from hefka. In this scenario, where Reuven has lent money to a get, ain ache No member of the public is allowed to be machzik in the estate. Even if the, the estate only has metalklin, doesn't have karka, Now normally we say milva you can't be from metalklin. Nevertheless, we're saying that this malva, this creditor, this Yiddish creditor, has first rights to the estate for his debt to be paid back before anyone else can be koinu from hevkeh.
1: Is there enough committer whether the uh, halvor was before or after he became a
0: gear? Mm-hmm. Um, that is a good question That might be dependent on what we said earlier At the moment we're talking about whether Alvar was after he became a get The reason it might be de- Determined on what we said earlier is because Faket, If there's no shibat that is created when you lend it to him before Then then you're back to square one With a regular scenario of money lent to a goi So here we're yeah, talking I mean, about when money is lent to yeah. him after he's a get at least.
1: If I borrowed it from Fred and he's now Chaim, I'll say I don't owe it to Chaim. I owe it to Fred, who doesn't exist anymore.
0: Right. Whether one could do that or not, is, let's leave, let's leave that for now. There are certain halachas regarding that. There's halachas to kabi yurisha as well. Of again, let, let, let's leave that for now. But Akapani, what we're saying at the moment is, when money was lent to a after he was Magai, let's see, and then he was Nifta. Now his whole estate becomes Hefka, and by definition, if it's Hefka, anyone should be able to to claim it. And if anyone did claim it, and then along came the Malva, then he's asking he's got no shda. Let's say he's got edim, and he wants to claim there's only metaldim. Normally, by Yisomim, we would say you can't get from metaldim of Yisomim for a milval per. However, here it's not comparable. The hostam is from the Yosin here, not mitzvitiy tear. There, the Yosh the Yisomim, ayosin and not The misa kumen luhu berushus ayosin. And when is automatically, when the nifta passes away, then the estate falls to the ocean. I will ad shalai bohan until someone else does a kinyin in them. Kva So until anyone else has done a kinyin, already his shibud has got a shibud on the estate for the debt. Now, what's, what's not so clear to me is whether he's saying this Dafka before anyone anyone else is Right? Is the Rajah saying before anyone else is you're not allowed to be Zeika until the Malva has been paid off? Or is he even saying it after? If someone else were to go and be Zaicha, you have to now pay from that money to the Malva. Like that itself in this in the Rajah itself is not so clear. But Elu. Rav Amagi would pick based on his zechir. He would bring ksavah be-hetiv. The same pasach car amol. Ramol pasach is always the halach le-ma'ase. Simon Einreich says, "Sivchol Ches." Agor Einshom. How is after nifse ha-gehin hafka? Even though we're saying that nifse ha-gehin there's no baimim in the world who owns these assets. We call Shibut Hamilva afshu milv What we're seeing in the Rajwa is a phenomenal concept that Shibud doesn't require a Bailim. Shibud can be on assets, even if those assets now belong to nobody, the Shibud can still remain on those assets. Now we're all familiar with a Shibud being on Karka. And even if that Karka is sold to a new Bailim, in potential situations with the Milva etc., etc., et then you can go after the new bailing because you've got a, like a lien or a charge on the property. That we're familiar with. But on Matalkin, normally there's no such concept. And here we're saying that even though the Geh is Nifta, and therefore there's no bailum on these assets at all in the world, but nevertheless, since the rufin lent money against uh, uh, the gear and the gear's assets all become Mashubatim. The shibuds will still remain even after the pity of the gear. How much more so in a scenario where, where, where Reuven lends money to a guy and the guy still owes that money? It's not like the case of the gear, where the gear is not alive anymore. And there's no one left in the world who owes him money. Only the, only the assets themselves. But here, it's even more than that, because the goi owes the money to them. And afterwards, uh, Shimon, um, borrows money from the, from a goi. So, so then, in that case, then Shimon can't be uh, sorry, can't be maxik in the assets of the goi. So since prior to, so let's say he's talking now a situation where Reuven lent to the goi first, and then Shimon borrows from the goi. So he's saying that now Shimon can't hold on to the debt that he owes the goi, using Afqar himself because Reuven Shimon, Reuven's shibrut comes first. It's as if the guy is given a shibbet, Agav car, on all Shibut assets to car, 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 king, And now, it's a bit bedeuchic, he says that maybe when the Mar- Maram said, since it's Gezan, it's Asa, because the Chilashem will queen to everyone, he just meant that as an added Nakuda, but maybe even without there being any Issa, it was still Asa itself. Now, just uh, we've run out of time, but I just want to, to point out uh, in Nakuda here. How does one understand Havkar Salvo? What is Havkar Salvo? If money is owed to a guy and certain requirements are met, well, there's no shem at all, etc., etc., then that money doesn't have to be paid back. It, it, it's like there's no mitzvah bar sort of thing. Let's see. Now, now, there is no money that the yid, the, the, the lover, is holding that belongs to the guy. Right, there's a, there's a shibud on him that he owes money to a guy, but like we always say by debt, there's no notes that belong to the guy. So he's not taking money that belongs to a guy. Right, what's he doing? He he's just not paying back the debt. So in in what way is he being zeicha in something that belongs to Ruvim? By nixayagay, the assets are there; they belong to the ge. And everyone else in the world is being told, don't go along and be koinah it, because the Malva has a right to come and get it first. What would happen if someone was already koinah, and then they found out about the debt? Would they be mechuv? Would they not be mechuv? We haven't yet seen. Over here, by Afqar Salvar, Shimon, in this scenario, is not taking something which belongs to Fred. And therefore, Ruben has a Shibudan. He owes money to Fred and he's just not paying it back. So he's not being Zeka in anything from Fred. He's just not paying back a khaiv. And we have to see is that the same or is that not the same? Like Mark we've run out of time for today, but, but but you can see you can see where he's going with this. You can see that that, that he's trying to establish that by by Shimon doing something to, to, to not pay the money to, to Ruven. So, sorry, to the sorry, to the guy. In that case, Ruben's debt is being damaged. And here, we're going to get there eventually in the, in the bank shiloh, if that would be the case, it'd be the same concept that if, if the almona is going to take money from the bank for herself, that's going to make it that the Yoshim can't get the debt which the bank owes them. Now, one could be machalic for a number of different reasons. Um, but mitzvah, we'll wait, we'll finish off the true mitzvah next week and we'll see the, the various different angles, how and why and why one can be mechalek between them. Okay,